Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of Hallmark Heartbeats, a podcast all about Hallmark movies. I am your host, Camille. This week, Hallmark did a Love Around the World marathon, showcasing eight movies in eight different countries. I pulled Buy Me a Coffee supporters, Facebook followers, and Instagram supporters which movie they'd like me to review. By an overwhelming majority, and to no one's surprise, Winter in Vale won. I was secretly hoping Love in Iceland or Love, Romance, and Chocolate would win because the Vale is in the USA and Winter Castle was in Canada. Belgium and Iceland seemed more exotic. But c'est la vie. This movie stars two Hallmark favorites, Lacey Chabert and Tyler Hines. Tyler is literally my favorite male lead actor for Hallmark, and Lacey is one of the reigning queens. This is their first Hallmark movie together, but it certainly wouldn't be their last. In two weeks' time, they will be partnered once more in a new Hallmark movie titled Sweet Carolina. A little background to this movie, Chelsea Whitmore, played by Lacey Chabert, inherits a house in Vail. She meets Owen Becker, played by Tyler Hines, and gets a much-needed break. Together, they put on Strudelfest to highlight the charms of Old Vail. A rundown on this movie, Elegant Events is an event planning firm Chelsea works at in L.A., First time we meet her, Chelsea is doing a presentation to partners. She believes she is a shoe-in for a vice president position in event planning. Her boss, Trish, wants Chelsea to show around the new hire, take him under the wing. The new hire is getting the shoe-in position Chelsea thought she was for. Chelsea has had a rough year so far, a recent breakup, rise in rent, and now being overlooked for promotion. This all might be a sign that Chelsea needs something new. At an opportune moment while at lunch with her co-worker and best friend Vienna, she gets a letter for, from Uncle Grady's estate. He passed away the year before, and to Chelsea's surprise, he left a deed of a chalet in Vale. He hasn't seen her since high school, but leaves a chalet to her. Anyone else other than me getting flashbacks to just last week's movie, Hearts Down Under? As she sits at lunch, having ordered her usual, Chelsea realizes she has made work her life with really no progress, no gratitude, no promotion for the work she has done. Something has to change. She quit her job, turns her keys in for her apartment to the landlord, and drives to Vail. I can't afford not to leave. There will always be another Danny Abernathy skipping past me to get another promotion. It is a matter of principle. Figure out what she wants to be when she grows up. Her life is a blank page. I kind of appreciate that, leaping into the unknown. Chelsea meets Owen because she is parked illegally. The whole town is a no-parking zone. 
I didn't even know such a place could exist. A pedestrian only zone, no driving. Except for the tow truck coming through and Owen's delivery van. Welcoming. It's German for Edel, for welcome. Edelweiss restaurant has the best schnitzel. Chelsea later finds out it was owned by her uncle Grady and Owen's dad, Carl. Carl and Grady were best friends. Grady was the pastry chef for Edelweiss. Business is currently struggling. Tourists are more attracted to fusion restaurants and molecular gastronomy or celebrity chefs than the old world feel Edelweiss has to offer. Bev Hankins was the real estate agent that showed Chelsea the valet. Three bedrooms, three bathrooms, huge chalet. Two-story, den, living room, huge. Grady was in the middle of renovating the house when he died. The contractor is Owen. Surprise. The chalet has no heat. When Chelsea goes out to the deck, she finds a telescope as well as a sign. Look to the stars. Quite a change from LA, where Chelsea is from. The house is in desperate repairs. No clean water, no heat, dirty fireplace. It is very, very dangerous to turn on the fireplace. I should know. I had a dirty grate situation several years ago when I visited the big island with my family. Let's just say I ended up almost burning down the cabin. But instead, I spent the cold night with windows and doors open, hoping to take out the smoky smell. Owen comes to the rescue. He is so cute. And yes, he fixed the fireplace. He was in the middle of fixing the pipes the day Grady died. Owen is a delivery man, a contractor, a jack of all trades. He stopped doing the renovations when Grady died. Everyone loved Grady. As we get to know Owen more, we also fall in love with him. Grady had already paid for materials. Good thing since Chelsea had quit her job and is lacking money. Labor is easy to work out. After working the details out with Owen, Chelsea, for the first time all day, realizes she doesn't have a phone, having no schedule, no meeting to run to, freedom. She's excited to, quote, Find out who I am without a calendar. Chelsea and Owen go to Edelweiss for dinner. Chelsea comments that the restaurant is probably what the inside of the cuckoo clock looks like. <laughs> Chelsea notices there are no strudels in the menu, which surprises her since Edelweiss is a very German-themed restaurant. Serving schnitzels and spiced wine, waitresses wearing drindles and accordion players. Owen informs her that it was Grady's specialty, and he took the recipe with him to the grave. He was a pastry chef. His strudel brought tourists to Edelweiss. It was highlighted in guidebooks. Chelsea was close with Uncle Grady when she was little, but they didn't even see each other since she was in high school. Chelsea is surprised he left the chalet. Again, typical trope. My David Javu signals are going off again. After dinner, Owen takes Chelsea on a horse-led sleigh ride back to her car. Along the way, Chelsea notices all the stars. 
Being away from the city life, away from skyscrapers and busyness of L.A., she notices all the stars she's been missing. I laugh as Owen says, staying in one night of a cold chalet is Hallmark's definition of roughing it. Try being homeless, living in a tent on the beach for two years, plus being in and out of domestic violence shelters and homeless shelters. Yeah, that's roughing it. I did that. When Halbach does a storyline with something like that, then we could call it roughing it. The heater, once more, is broken. And despite banging on the thermostat, it doesn't work. Chelsea gets some blankets and gets ready for a cold night in her chalet. Before falling asleep, she makes a list of renovations. It is cold. First time all day, the phone rings. She misses the traffic and the noise. Never heard so much quiet in her life. Heat, plumbing, electricity are some just some of the few items on her list. Owen comes back to the chalet first thing in the morning. Chelsea slept in with the same clothes she had on the night before at dinner. Owen comes knocking at the door at 6 a.m. with Rob, his partner. Chelsea presented the list of things she wanted done to Owen. To-do lists and flowcharts. You can tell Owen is placating Chelsea at this point. Rob is already doing floors, which was number seven. Owen moved that to number one. One was previously fixed the heater situation, which was already done. Two was pipes. Owen leaves the list for Rob to peruse. Chelsea leaves with a tidbit that it's in alphabetical order. Owen's sarcasm and Tyler's delivery is chef's kiss. <laughs> Your list was more than I could hope for. They turned, the turn to water scene was a great comedic sin. I don't think you'll find many people complaining uh, of a wet sh- Tyler. Since Chelsea quit her job in LA, left everything to come to Vail, she now is looking for another source of income. Event planning is what she does, so she has to network, planning every detail down to the minute, to the second. Even in Vail, she is still that way. Owen tries to get her away from the chalet away from himself and Rob, telling her about all the things she can do in Vail. Shopping, skiing, ice skating, day spas, adventurage. The last one is a gondola to the top of the mountains and she can go tubing down. Owen promises to meet her there after work. Chelsea recognizes this is just his way of telling her leave him alone at the chalet and let him do his work. I'm not trying to kick you out. I'm trying to kick you to town. <laughs> Love, Tyler. On the gondola ride, we find out more about Owen. He studied architecture in college. He designed the chalet stack. Man plans, God laughs. Lots changed during his graduation. When he graduated, Vail changed. Tourists have now preferred trendy shops, celebrity chefs, over the old world charms Vale has to offer. Edelweiss started struggling. He thinks his dad should sell it. But as long as the dad is still needing help with the restaurant, Owen is still there. He planned to stay to do contracting or whatever to help with finances. 
Selling Edelweiss would break his dad's heart. But if business doesn't pick up soon, there's nothing else Carl or Owen could do. Tubing is fun. I want to do this. this <laughs> they look like they're having so much fun going down the hill and snowball fights. Tyler and Lacey are so cute. Networking for Chelsea isn't working. Renovations is almost finished, which is a surprise. Like renovations for that big chalet, it seems like it would take months, and yet they're done in two days? Crazy. Owen brings cookies to Chelsea, and they're made in Edelweiss by using Grady's, using Uncle Grady's recipe. They still can't find his strudel recipe, the one that brings tourists in. Chelsea finds a photo album slash scrapbook in the kitchen full of pics with her and Uncle Grady. Seriously, I just finished Hearts Down Under, and this is the exact same storyline, down to scrapbook of pics with the main character and long-lost relative. Did people in Australia see this movie and copy and paste it? I mean, this was made, I believe, first before Hearts Down Under, or at least done at the same time. Did Hallmark see romance on the menu in Australia before buying rights to the movie? It made me think, Holy shit, we just did this movie. Except set in Vale. Maybe not a good idea to do this movie again. God. If it's not obvious right now, I really hate Hearts Down Under. Only thing Hearts had that Winter in Vale doesn't have right now. It's a damn dog. <laughs> Grady used to have a special name for stars, including one he named for his sister. He named the one after her, Chelsea's mom. They also find Grady's strudel recipe in the scrapbook, which Chelsea thinks will bring back tourists and business. Owen's dad, Carl, isn't as optimistic. At the behest of his father, Owen takes Chelsea to Arabelle Square. He takes her ice skating and buys her hot cocoa. Chelsea thinks Owen is noble. I agree with her. Sometimes in life you get lucky to meet some good people and you stand by them when time is rough. Colin Greedy are those type of people and I think Owen is as well. Owen and Chelsea make Uncle Greedy strudel. Recipe is the plan. Chelsea likes plans. Owen likes to build things. Time to build the strudel. I know the hardest part is stretching the dough to thin enough where you can read the menu underneath without holes. The strudel looks yummy. I love the icing. For first try, the strudel is really, really good. For the business to thrive once more, you need something to put Edelweiss back on guidebooks. Chelsea and Owen throw out the idea to create a festival about strudels, make it a special event, a strudel fest. Back to the conversation about those special stars. Vega and Astaire are stars that Grady had named. Vega was a goddess in love with a farm boy, Astaire. 
Always light years apart, never to meet. But there is always hope. Except in reality, you wouldn't want two stars to meet. Or crash, or whatever. That is called a cosmic disaster. I don't even think stars can move. Can they move? Mm. Shrewdofests are a thing. <laughs> Come on, who's shocked? It's all over Europe. Chelsea, with the help of Owen, decides to throw one for Vale, attracting tourists back to the old village. Music, dancing, best strudel in Vale contests, etc. An event everyone will talk about. Chelsea wants to play in the strudel fest. I mean, that is her job. The festival is set to begin in two weeks. A weekend of celebration leading up to the best strudel in Vail contest. Polka dancing in the street. The back room for dancing inside a restaurant. They need judges. Th three judges. Owen knows one person in particular. And there's a far way to get to her restaurant. They skied on a lake. I had a question. How do people get to this restaurant when it's not snowed in? Or when the lake isn't frozen over? Oh yeah. There's a road to get there. But driving is boring. Why drive when you can ski instead? Chef Frankie with her fondue restaurant. They ask her to be a judge for the Strudel Fest making competition. She signs up for it. She's excited to do it. Their whole goal is to bring tourists to the older section of Vale. But seriously, Hallmark, what is up with clapping for intros? This is the second movie in like two months where just introduction of the main character incites like, I don't know, clapping. It's just weird. Like, hey, this is Chelsea, woohoo, yay! And like, why? <laughs> <laughs> she talks about Trudeau Fest to bring up attention to local businesses in the old charming village of Vale. All businesses will take on their own expenses and contribute to banners and promotions and stuff. The heads turned, you know, Bev's and Cos head turning to Owen saying she's something else, isn't she? <laughs> It was funny to watch. Owen is starting to catch some feelings, for sure. As Owen fixes the lighting in the back room for Strudelfest, they, Chelsea and Owen chat. Chelsea asks him if this is enough. Fixing freezers, rewriting chandeliers. Seriously, I wonder if Chelsea has a relationship with her dad after this scene. It's not about fixing freezers and rewiring chandeliers. It's about helping his dad so he doesn't suffer another heartbreak of losing the restaurant. He's already suffered enough with losing his best friend. Like, family is enough for now. Take care of family. Does Chelsea think Owen is the type of person to go pursue his architect dream, open his own, own firm and stuff, if his dad is back in Vail struggling? Like, dude, Chelsea, that's why he wants this Strudel Fest to work, so his dad doesn't lose 
the restaurant and he can pursue the street. Man, are you a man is, as you already mentioned, noble. Borrow some of his nobility and you won't have to ask. This is enough. Family comes first. Thanks, Owen, for being kind and noble. Chef Frankie and the pastry chef in the hotel agree to be the judge of Strudelfest. They need one more. Chef Laura, pastry chef award-winning at the Sebastian, makes fancy hot chocolates with a chocolate shell, Irish cream marshmallow, chocolate crunch pearls dusted with gold, pour over hot chocolate over the chocolate shells. The shells met, melt, and therefore, voila, fancy chocolate. <laughs> I guess that's impressive to Owen and you know, Chelsea because they ask her to be the third and final judge of Strudelfest. Yeah, fancy chocolate milk. Jesus. Uh, just, just give me marshmallows. <laughs> Get things done with a break. Time with good people. I am learning more from Owen. I want and need Owen in my life. Vienna, her co-worker, came to Vail. Poor girl was the one who sent the text that Chelsea ignored to enjoy pastries with Owen. Sorry, V, but I would have made the same choice too. Owen or Tyler, whichever wins. Vienna got new responsibility from Trish, but it's because Trish sent her. Danny, the new hire, is not a team player. They almost lost a client, and Trish wants Chelsea back. Chelsea is not wanting to deal with Trish. She likes it at Vail. She likes working on the Strudelfest. The other businesses are excited for Strudelfest. They plan out Strudel-themed menus like Strudel ice cream. Like old Europe, German dances, so cool. Back movies ready for the Strudelfest. While there, Carl thanks Chelsea for his son, Owen. He had given up his dreams to help his dad, family first. Whether Strudelfest works or not, Time for Owen to be first. Carl will sell the restaurant knowing he did everything to try and rescue it. Owen and Chelsea makes Grady's strudel for the competition. I've never thought of Vail as something in Germany. I only thought of it as a skiing and snowboarding. wonder if this is actually a thing in Vail, Colorado. I'm going to ask Charlie about that. <laughs> Bev likes Carl. We, we see that when she, you know, enters her strudel in the competition. Chelsea gets her first job in Vail. There's a bookstore owner named Helen who is trying to move her shop to a larger location in spring and wants to hire Chelsea to do the opening ceremony, similar to this Strudelfest. Chelsea and Owen, you can see their chemistry developing. The feelings are more apparent. 
They're starting to hold hands. Oh my god, I sound like I'm a giddy teenage girl. <laughs> Restaurant is full. The event is a success. Owen and Chelsea dance badly. Trish calls wanting Chelsea back in LA. Owen wants her to stay. Chelsea has to has said she is so weird that she had to run away to find herself. Vale feels like home. You feel like home. But Trish is desperate. Elegant events want her back. Offers Chelsea VP corner office salary raise whatever she wants. Chelsea says it's the hardest decision she's ever made and Owen says back, if it's the hardest decision you've ever made, it might not be the right one. But also, not say yes, she'd always wonder. She changed lots of lives in Veil, including Owen's. The way he said goodbye, the hug, the weirdness there. It just seems so finalized, like he'd given up. They feel bad for him. Chelsea puts Chalet back in the market, goes back to work. She takes Danny's position at her corner office, but hates the hot chocolate that has no gold flakes. She misses who she was at Vale. The stars, people at Vale, Edelweiss, hot chocolate, Owen. Vienna realizes that Chelsea should go back to Vale. That's where she was happiest. That's what she wants. We find Owen back in Vale in front of the computer. He had pitched a new wing for the Hotel Sebastian. He is now back to being an architect. Edelweiss has made it to the guidebooks. Business is booming. Tourists are coming. Bev has now become the full-time pastry chef over at Edelweiss, taking over Grady's position. Owen needs to go back to the chalet to get the tools he left behind from the renovations. When he's there, he's surprised to find the house is unlocked. The door is open. Light is on. Hmm. He calls out for whoever's in the house. Personally, <laughs> I would have, like, you know, called the cops. Like, who, somebody broke into this house. I don't know who it is or whatever. But, you know, this is Hallmark, I guess. Chelsea's there the deck right by the telescope right in front of the look at the stars side she complains that there are no stars tonight there are too many clouds she wonders if Vega and Aster are there maybe they're destined to be together like Chelsea and Owen they kiss at first but Owen is still reluctant because he says L.A. is everything she wanted. But Chelsea reassured her 
reassured him. What's the point of a view if you can't see the stars? That's a good answer. Okay, so that's it for my review of Lutrian Vale um, for the synopsis. Star ratings, I would definitely give this movie 3 out of 5 stars. Sorry, you guys. Sorry for all of the Tyler and Lacey fans. <laughs> but I just... I hate this trope. I really do. They've done this trope like 20 times. Ugh, I swear, if I, pretty much every single movie that has this, she inherited something, she gotta fix it, and she falls in love with a guy, so he goes, so she ends up keeping it. Yeah, um, I'm gonna give you guys low scores for any movie, mostly because 20 movies of this same storyline, you might as well just stop already. Be more creative, Hallmark, seriously. Lacey has actually become known for many Hallmark fans as the one who always inherits something. That should tell you Hallmark is crazy. Okay. I give this star more than I gave last week's Hearts Down Under because of one thing. It brought uniqueness in the movie with the Strudel Fest. That is something that is unique and that is something that ties to the location of Vail, Colorado. I mean... Hearts Down Under had nothing Australian except Vegemite and meat pies. This had Strudel Fest, which is like an old German feel, and it was fun, and you had the tubing, you had skiing, everything. I mean, this is what made it unique. Oh, yeah, and also, that Strudel looked good. I was, I got hungry. Shoot. I love the old world charm of Vale. I mean, that was so fun with all the drindles and the uh, accordion players and all the dancing. That just looked like so much fun. And I, I don't know if that's real, but oh my gosh, I, I would love to. If it was real, I would love to be there. That is so cool. The chemistry between Tyler Hines and Lacey Chabert was so great. I mean, like, I already said, Tyler is my favorite male lead actor of Hallmark. The guy could do no wrong. He chooses the best movies. He has great chemistry with all of the actresses that he's paired up with. Lacey is awesome. Been a fan of her since... Um, party of five and to be honest with you this re-watching this movie and seeing their chemistry with this one makes me even more excited to see their next movie sweet carolina 
I know that the storyline is going to be different and probably the feel of the movie will be different than Winter and Vale, but hopefully the chemistry between Lacey and Tyler will still be the same because that was the best part of the movie. Cons. Yeah, I already talked about the trope. Do, do we really need to go over that again? <laughs> One more con in this movie. The lack of diversity in the cast. Like seriously, the only people of color in the movie appeared in the beginning and in the end. You had Vienna and Trish. Vienna was a black woman and Trish looked Hispanic. That was it. There was nothing. They were, they were, they were all white. I mean, there's got to be some black people in Vail in real life, right? I mean, black people can ski and love strudel also. Seriously. In conclusion, you can listen to this podcast on all platforms for podcasts. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, TuneIn and Alexa, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Follow us on all social media platforms. Our Instagram page, Hallmark Heartbeats. Facebook page, Hallmark Heartbeats Podcast. And Twitter, Hallmark Heartbeat One. Buy us a coffee on www.buymeacoffee.com slash hmarkheartbeats. We have never released podcasts, behind the scenes news, as well as raw unedited footage of our interviews. For $1 a month, you can have the voice voice in the podcast. You tell me which movie you'd like me to review for the weeks Hallmark doesn't have new movies. For $5 a month, you can access never-released podcasts and raw and unedited footage of our interviews. Right now, we have three podcasts never released, reviewing October Kiss and the first two movies of the One Winter Trilogy. One Winter Weekend and One Winter Proposal. For the month of May, since it is my birthday, I will be reviewing Birthday Wish, starring Jesse Schramer and Luke McFarlane. All links are on our link tree, which is in our bio. The next podcast will be... I have an interview with Bente Dominski. Owner, trainer of Mr. Big, the dog that played Spatch in Hearts Down Under. May 10th, Baby is Cold Inside, starring Jocelyn Houdon and Stephen Lund. May 17th, Sweet Carolina, starring Lacey Chabert and Tyler Hines. Guest co-host is Charlie Fields from Thirsty for Hallmark. June 7th, is You Had Me at Aloha, starring Kayvon Smith and Pascal Hutton. Guest co-host is Carly, who is the blogger for Hallmark's The Spot. Until next week, this is Camille signing off. Aloha. Bye.